Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Philipponi. Chargers Raiders, what, what are the Raiders going to do with Josh Jacobs? Should they tag him? Yes, they should. And I don't always say that, but, man, I think with running backs, you don't want to invest a lot of money in them. That's that's multi-year. You don't want to use high draft picks on them. But in a situation like this where it's a year-to-year thing and he's meant so much to your offense, I, I I think they've got to try to run it back with him next year and just hope they have better luck in these close games. But I don't think they will. I just don't think that that's the philosophy of that organization with a former Patriot guy as both the GM and the coach there. So I think Jacobs will be in what is a very deep... I mean, there's a lot of big-name running backs that are going to be free agents this offseason. Well, so that's the thing that I was going to bring up. And I'm not, I don't have the list in front of me for all of them, but Saquon, Jacobs, Pollard, David Montgomery, and like four or five others. Plus, they say it's an awesome running back draft class. So, John Robinson. So it feels like it would be crazy to franchise tag any of them because, in theory, they all will suppress each other's market. Who's going to get it? Why would you give a big contract to a running back this offseason if there's 
10 guys available. But I wouldn't look at it as a long as a big contract because it's just the one year. I think doing the one year is actually the best move. I don't I think gotta be gonna... honest with you. I don't know who what other Raiders free agents at more premium positions who they might be interested in tagging. Like if it's a year where they don't have a a, a tag on a tackle, a corner, whatever, then then fine. But I don't, it, you know, sometimes teams like franchise tag their kicker, right? And, if it's like one right. of those years, but then also sure, go ahead. it's the it's the average of the top five salaries. What are the top five salaries at running back right now? That's top ten. Is the, the average top, is 10? top ten unless you do the exclusive tag? Then it's top five. Okay, well, okay, that's not going to be that much money. No. So right. they should they should do it. He's been incredible. He's been incredible. So, and I'm all for him getting paid when it's not my team doing paying paying the running back. Seahawks Rams. Oh, this is a negatively slanted question. <laughs> What's the bigger fluke? Seattle's success or the Rams' failure? How dare right. you besmirch Gino? Okay, so what is it? Hmm. Um I guess. Do either have to be a fluke? Like, well, yes, because. Oh wait, so, so when I when I worded it that way, I meant like both of these teams have like if you simulate this season a hundred times, yeah, right. How often do the Seahawks end up with a winning record? How many times do the Rams end up with one of the worst records? in the entire NFL. It's like the Rams have had a Murphy's Law season and the Seahawks have had, for the most part, up until maybe the last couple of weeks, a fantasy season, a dream season. So, I, you know, I I, I think, I, I guess the Rams season is more of a fluke. They won the Super Bowl last year. They've had a ton of injuries and it feels like it's fallen off for them so quickly which just, it doesn't happen to all of those guys, but they they were an older team. They sacrificed draft picks. They were a top-heavy roster. So then you suffer some injuries to the guys at the top of the roster. You know, that, that'll that happen. No, I don't I don't think there's many sim- simulations of the year where a Super Bowl team ends up having a top-five pick, and then just to make matters worse, they also don't have their own first-round pick, mm-hmm. right? So like that's, that's going to be painful for them. Um, and I... Maybe I'm a homer, man, but but Seattle's six and five. They got rid of Russell Wilson, who's awful, that they didn't want to pay, which makes them look right in that evaluation. And in the few games that Geno Smith got in last year, he completed 68% of his passes, had five touchdowns in one pick. And then he just got to play this year and he played well. And they've had a really easy schedule. Their wins have been... Denver, Detroit, Arizona, the Chargers, the Giants, and Arizona. Like, that's not that Im- that's not that ridiculous that they that they beat those teams and are and are six and five with losses to again not that impressive of teams: Vegas, Tampa, New Orleans, Atlanta, and San Francisco. Like, easy schedule, a game above five hundred, got rid of a quarterback who looks completely washed up and was a distraction. And they've had a few revelations on their team, like with Walker at running back. Like, 
I, I don't really feel like Seattle's that fluky to me. Well, I thought when the season started, we had them in the mix of like, what's oh, we their were wrong? Okay, we were just. I, I think we were. I think we were just wrong about Seattle, you know. But like, that they're, they're gonna they're gonna finish like nine and eight. You know, it's they're not. It's not that impressive. The the, the Rams could finish. Yeah, but what was their what was their total before the season started? Four and a half or something like that. They breezed yeah, maybe by five that. and a half, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, so they, well, they'll they'll overachieve by four games, and the Rams will underachieve by six or seven. Well, I also think it's a fluke in that the Geno Smith thing, that evaluation now the, this coming offseason is going to be super interesting. Do they commit to him? Do they do a bridge where they commit to him kind of and draft a guy? Like, do they go all in on him? He's in his early 30s, but there's not a lot of wear and tear. Like, do they really buy what he's done this year is is sustainable and he's going to be able to replicate it down the road? Like, I, I think the jury is still out on all of that. Like, I'm not I'm not as sold as you are that this is going to be Geno Smith now for the next few years. Yeah, I mean, part part of me is rooting for it as much as I am convinced by it. I think they'll give him a contract like. Uh like Jimmy Garoppolo or Tannehill. Like what? Like yeah. Tannehill? The first time he got a deal. Like um like when he like, went from when he went from Miami to Tennessee. I thought yeah. the contract he signed with Tennessee was like for a hundred something million dollars. I so I was thinking so maybe I'm wrong on the first maybe the first Jimmy con like like next year will be guaranteed. It'll be like a three year deal. Next year will pay him twenty something million. The year after that, like half of it'll be guaranteed, and then the third year, it'll be like no guarantees. Like he'll he'll get like a year and a half guaranteed of of guarantee of starter money, and if he keeps playing well, he gets to be their starter till he's thirty five. That's that's what I think they do. All right, we're going long. Three more games. Wait, you skipped one. Did Broncos I? Ravens? Only half of the Broncos team went to Russell Wilson's birthday party. And that is a story because it's being used now and being held up as more proof that people hate Russell Wilson. Your thoughts? I think that it's hilarious where this has gotten to with Russ. And I've enjoyed a lot of it because he's faker than a $3 bill. But we have Jalen Johnson on the show every week. Bears cornerback. Him and Eddie Jackson are tight. Eddie Jackson hosts the secondary at his house on Thursdays. He brings in a barber. They watch Thursday night football. They order food. It's a thing. He threw a Thanksgiving part, like party gathering for the whole team. Offense, defense, whatever. Jalen Johnson couldn't go. He doesn't, it's not that he doesn't like Eddie Jackson. He just couldn't go. Like, Russell Sierra threw Russell Wilson a fucking birthday party on a Wednesday and 25 dudes showed up and that's supposed to be like, Oh, see, they hate him. 25 dudes showed up. Would 25 guys show up to your birthday party on a Wednesday? But I'm also not married to a major pop star music star. That's like doing this elaborate party where they're bringing celebrities in. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, there are bigger pieces of evidence to me that Russell Wilson but, 
he's here's not my, popular. I, 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 I would agree with that, but I think it does speak again to how self-absorbed this guy is and self-centered. Dude, what the hell are you doing in the middle of a football season when your team sucks? Why are you throwing a big elaborate party for yourself? You have people over for Thanksgiving. It's a communal holiday. We're supposed to be around people that you care about and all that stuff. A birthday party is a party about me. It's about you. It's come to this gathering to celebrate me. You're saying Which, he should have been born in April. I'm saying it's just, it's it's what everybody already says about him. That he makes everything about himself. Yeah. And that's that's exactly what this is. So, of course, it's, it, is, it is, but it is a referendum on him in that way. When it's your birthday party, it's a measure of how popular you are and how much people like you. And this is proof that people prioritized other shit than going to his very expensive party. All right, can we can we wrap this up? We're 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 an hour into first and pod. If you're still listening, thank you. Please tell a friend, <laughs> subscribe, rate, review. We only have two teams on by, that's why. Keep going. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast Steelers Falcons this is a pony slanted question correct is Kenny Pickett better than the 2023 quarterback draft prospects your thoughts I was impressed with Kenny Pickett against the Colts. I don't, I think that Bryce Young has everything you would want other than size. And that's a big other than, yep. It's a big other than, but I like a lot of what I see out of him. And CJ Stroud will see. Oh, there's a ringing endorsement. The will see from Danny. Oh, I mean, I huge, huge arm. Ohio State quarterbacks traditionally haven't done it. Fields looks awesome. I don't really buy into the idea that like because guys before you at your school couldn't do it. But like, I think that I think that they're going to go one two. I know everyone's obsessed with Will Anderson, but I think teams talk themselves into quarterbacks at the top of the draft. So you're saying Kenny Pickett would have gone first in this year's draft? No, I'm not saying that. that. But there were 
but Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, and Trevor Lawrence were all picked ahead of Fields. Josh Allen wasn't the first quarterback in his draft. Lamar Jackson went 32nd, was the last pick of the first round. So, you know, I, I don't necessarily like that argument. I, I wanted to bring this up and engage your uh, thought, your, get your take on this, because where I am, there was a huge discussion that it was a mistake by the Steelers to draft the quarterback in 2022 because there was this incredible crop of quarterbacks in 2023, and they're just, it just hasn't played out that way. I know. Not even close to that. Right. I mean, Levis has came out, and someone's going to talk themselves into him, the Kentucky kid, but yep. he had a terrible year. He had an atrocious year. Of, of all the guys that I've seen, I still think it's Bryce Young. So do I. But I think one hit might break him into a million pieces. That's the problem with him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're how many players in the league would you trade Kenny Pickett for? Zero? Uh, I'd trade him for maybe a handful of guys. Maybe a handful of guys. But I heard a cop cop size-wise for Bryce Young is Seneca Wallace. That's what one person told me on him. That's not good. Nope. Okay, well, this is a nice light topic at the end of the show. (laughs) Browns, Texans, how should, and I'm going to add how will, CBS and the networks cover Deshaun Watson's return? Man, I feel like they're just going to try to bury it because there's so many good games this weekend. Like I I don't think so. Really? Well, uh, I don't. We had Boomer on. I asked him a question about it. I think that I think that they'll I think it's going to be on the NFL today probably is the lead story on pregame. I think CBS will lead with it on pregame. Really? He didn't say that, but he's definitely prepared to talk about it critically. Um and that's, you know, they've got Chiefs Bengals obviously, so they got every reason to ins- to hype that game and they will for the 3 o'clock window, the 4 o'clock Eastern window. But um, dude, there's going to be protests. They're bringing 10 accusers to the game. It's crazy to me that it, I mean, the teams are bad, so I get it. Tough spot for Jay Feely and Spiro Ditas. Like, it just doesn't feel like the crew that's going to handle it in game in any sort of meaningful or critical way. Well, I'm good friends with the sideline reporter for that game. Aditi Kinkabwala used to work for the NFL Network, who's now a CBS sideline reporter. And I talked to her on Wednesday. And this is my read. This is not a direct quote. But I almost got the feeling that she was hoping that they did not make Watson available to her before the game. Because there might be restrictions put on it by the Browns. Or, like, how do you journalistically handle in a 90-second or two- or three-minute interview, how do you even do that with Watson in that spot? It, I think the question game day, if she gets him, and he'll, you know, based on how he handled it today, Thursday, as we tape this, you know, he deflected all non-football questions when he finally did a little bit of a media session. But, like, there are 10 accusers in the stands today. What would you say to them if you had an opportunity to talk to them? 
Oh God. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, just gonna, he's just going to hit you with, I'm here. I'm here to play football. Get, yeah. Yeah. But I think, listen, I think if you, if you ask him, Hey, are you nervous? You haven't played football. I, I, I think it's like, you haven't played football in 700 days. What are you expecting from yourself? What kind of reception are you expecting from Texans fans? 10 accusers are here. What 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 would you say to them yeah. as you get ready to return to your pro football career? Those would probably be my three questions. Well, and the way that that stadium treats him during the game, I think is going to be a major story too. Because I don't yeah, think well, it's Dude, it's all a major story. How does he play? How good can you possibly look not having played in 700 days? How do the fans handle it? How does the media handle it? How does he handle it post-game? Do, do players on the other team say something? I mean, he can't be universally popular in the NFL right. anymore. I mean, we brought this up on our on my show in Pittsburgh today, talking about Antonio Brown, for example, and Darren Sharper. Like, is Watson just not – Is he has he already – eliminated himself he's got the highest career passer rating in nfl history is he out of hall of fame consideration because of what happened because Problem. there's no way darren sharper gets in he's in prison and he's made the hall of fame all decade team at safety and there's no way they would ever let antonio brown have a parade and a speech in canton ohio based on what he did at the tail end of his career on the field and what he's done since there's no yeah, I, club I, like in baseball but we know that they just don't want that for a ceremonial thing. Yeah, I think that it's very unlikely. Um, you know, no criminal charges and how many years he has left in his football career. Give it a chance. I mean, the guy threw for 5,000 yards at 23 years old. Like, he's a pretty special talent. But I'd strongly, strongly, strong. you'd probably need to give me 10 to one for him to make the hall of fame. Like, I think, I think, I think it's very, very, very unlikely. All right. Last game Lions Jaguars. I think that the answer to this one's easy, but which team has the brighter future Lions? Oh, stop. What do you mean? You don't believe what? you that. did this whole speech last week about how the Lawrence love had swung too strongly in one direction. Now I hit you with lions here because they have the Rams pick. And they've been your team and they've won. They've looked good in three out of their last four games. Look good against the Bills. And you're incredulous that I said Lions. One team has their quarterback. The other doesn't. That's it. That's all that matters. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> that is that is literally well, Boomer Esiason says Jared Goff's a really good quarterback. So there. Take that. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean... Trevor Lawrence, the last three weeks, has been very good. He is a number one pick. He's a huge prospect with a huge ceiling. I We just talked about how we don't love the quarterback class for this year. They might end up just drafting Will Anderson to put him on the same defensive line with Aiden Hutchinson, which would be amazing. Yep. That would be, that would be an amazing – but, I mean, it's a tough way to win in the NFL if you don't have a quarterback, man. So – but has yeah, golf think... been bad this year? Huh? I said, has golf been bad this year? 
No, but do you think that Jared Goff is a has could ever be a top 10 quarterback? No, but we we've already seen a team go to the Super Bowl with him. Yeah. Right? Coached with Sean McVay, like peak of his powers. Dan Campbell ain't Sean McVay, man. <laughs> He's yeah, a lot but of things. But if he's got a Monroe St. Brown and they bring in and they get Jamison Williams and they get another receiver and they get Hutchinson and Anderson, I mean, I'm just saying. All right. Next five years, Lions v. Jaguars. I'll take the Jaguars. Yeah, I probably will too. <laughs> Thank you to Spencer Ray. <laughs> Subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend. We're on after uh, – Sunday night football, which Colts is what and Cowboys. Cowboys and Colts, right? Yes, yep. All right. We'll talk to you then. Peace.